is to jump off. Welcome to the dynasty. Welcome to the dynasty. Jump off. Welcome to the dynasty. Jump off. Welcome to the dynasty. I see y'all. Welcome to the dynasty. It's the jump off. Welcome to the dynasty. Hey, hey, hey. Hey y'all. Welcome to the podcast. Benny Blanco here, Sauvignon Blanco, manager of the Digital Piff All-Stars. This is podcast number two of the 2019-2020 season. Just welcome, everybody. We're going to jump right into it. We got a really fun podcast set up. We got, a, we got our first segment from one of the league mates, Andrew Swartchick, Mr. Diabetes. What up? Thank you. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to my wife for pouring me up this delicious beverage I got. Uh, if y'all didn't know, I got a keg raider. I always keep that beer flowing keg style. Uh, she kind of cooked up this real mean, almost like a shandy. So, three part or sorry, sixty six percent Budweiser, thirty three percent New Glarus Brewing Company out of Wisconsin. The raspberry tart. It's just a delicious little beverage. So I'm gonna take a little sip here. Ah, it's tart. It's refreshing. It's light. Summery. Boom. All right, we're gonna get right into it. Trades, trade etiquette. I need to talk to y'all about something. You should have this feeling when you send a trade. It should almost be like, like anxiety or like an unsure feeling. That's how you know it's a legit trade. If when you press that send button and you're over there looking like the Grinch with that mile-long smile, don't even send it, fam. Been getting a lot of booty-ass, booty-ass offers. I'm not, I'm not into it. So we've actually had three kind of like marquee trades happen in this league. One of them actually today. Hold up. Do I hear a drop? Trade alert. Trade alert. Trade alert. Not just <laughs> that was a segment that I or a drop that I created with my daughter. So that's my daughter Gia on there. Be on lookout. Might hear one that my son cooked up, but that's a new segment called Trade Alert. I'm just going to go over the three trades that happened that were I think legit. And pretty big moves. You're going to see some big names here. The first trade was actually the day of the draft. Immediately following the draft. Samurai and Furch. They both did a big, big move. Samurai picked up Alvin Kamara and Keenan Allen. And Furchow picked up Saquon Barkley and Latavius Murray. So that was like some of the first four picks traded immediately. Nick was super happy to get Saquon. So, best of luck to him. Our second trade, blockbuster trade, involved your boy, Sauvignon Blanco, and my wife, Chelsea. The trade was, I picked up Todd Gurley, she picked up Leonard Fournette, Tony Pollard, and Deshaun Jackson. You know, I was trying to sell Pollard high. Um, we'll talk about this later in the in the podcast, but Pollard's stock is going low immediately, but I think over time... It's going to be a key dynasty pickup for Chelsea. And then our third trade, that happened today. Uh, this was between Brandon Can Swisher and Samurai. Samurai making them moves. Samurai picked up LaShawn McCoy, and he shipped off Willie Sneed, John Ross, and Debo Samuel over to Brandon Can Swisher. So, yeah, it's looking good. We got some legit trades going on, so hats off to all of you. Thanks for playing. So, yeah, if y'all ain't paying attention, this is... The first week NFL 2019. 
It kicks off on Thursday night with a heated, heated rivalry between Green Bay and Chicago. And that's where you can see your boy, David Montgomery, run all over the field. Thinking maybe 125 yards, two touchdowns, picks up another 40 receiving. Yeah, it's a big week for my boy. But there's a lot of really fun, fun matchups. Looking over all these, the ones that I'm most excited to see, Atlanta at Minnesota. I think that would be a big game. <clears throat> L.A. Rams at Carolina Panthers. Kansas City, got to see how Patty Mahomes does, playing against that brutal Jacksonville defense. Indianapolis versus the Chargers. First game without Andrew Luck. Uh, New York versus Dallas, arguably two of the best running backs, Saquon Barkley playing against Ezekiel Elliott. And then Pittsburgh at New England. Should be a good one. See if this juju hype lives up. And then we finish it up. We got two games on Monday. Houston at New Orleans and Denver at Oakland. So everybody, this is what we've been doing everything for. Week one's jumping off. Um, I wish more people would involve themselves with some segments. So, we got your boy Andrew Swarczyk. He's got his first segment. I think that's how we should start this off because I'm so excited and super proud for him just getting after it and taking some initiative. Thank you, sir. With uh, no further ado. All right, jump off. Uh, It's your boy, Mr. Diabetes, coming here with the stats section of the Dynasty Jump Off podcast. And uh, we're going to jump right in talking about what I think is – Maybe the most interesting running back pair um, the NFL has seen since like Darren Sproles and Ladanian Tomlinson. You heard it here first, man. Uh, we got a crazy combo here uh, in Washington with a second year back who's really playing in his first year after an ACL tear last season and a vet who has just always been a bruiser of a back. Of course, I'm talking about uh, the young Darius Geis out of LSU and a hometown hero here in Minnesota who's moved over to Washington, Adrian Peterson. Um, yeah, so first thing I d- want to mention is uh, that Peterson is 34 years old this year somehow found a way to just turn back the clock last year. 33 uh, years young, clearly on the field, and the man put up a 1,000 yards and seven touchdowns at the age of 33. That is crazy. He looked like he was maybe 26 years old uh, and just put people to shame on the other side of the ball. Um And then you bring in Darius Geis to that equation, uh, young, super explosive back out of LSU, who in his sophomore year put up 1,300 yards and 16 touchdowns, and then in his junior year put up 1,200 yards and 13 touchdowns. Like, dude is an animal, catches the ball well, kind of does everything, um, and just runs to daylight wherever he can find it so um i think guys definitely has that darren uh darren sproles uh relationship where he just is a specialist finds ways to um 
make moves and finds ways to get the ball into the end zone, always finding ways to gain yards. Uh, and AP is going to pick up what I think to be that, that LaDainian Tomlinson role. So um, clearly AP is not going to be LaDainian Tomlinson in his Chargers prime because, um, well, shit, you just can't do that at 34. But, um, you know, he's he's going to be a, a, a bell cow again. Um thousand yards last year that still just freaks me out that's that's an animal amount of production so um yeah i you know i think that this running back duo is definitely something to fear in the nfl like they're just going to be able to play off each other so well and i know that coach gruden right now uh is saying that guys is going to be the number one back but i can't I can't picture a running back committee better than these two. Like this duo is just insane. Um, some more like similarities between Geis and Sproles. They're both a little bit undersized. Sproles was super undersized at like five six, I think. Um, Geis is is five uh, eleven, so he's a little bit smaller. Two twenty five pounds though. He's dense. Uh, and then, of course, you got big man AP, six foot one, two twenty pounds. Um, the pair is just going to be something to look out for this year. So, you know, I don't know if the Redskins' offense is going to be something we're going to be raving about by the end of the year. Probably not. But I think that rushing game is going to be something that could get them some serious wins, especially uh, in their awful conference. Um, because <laughs> wow Redskins got an easy schedule this year um but we'll have to wait and see there's a little bit of stat breakdown for you my thoughts on what's going to be just something definitely for us to watch here in the jump off how we're paying attention to I know the uh the Smith brothers Andy and uh Benny Benny Blanco Got both those running backs locked up right now, but you know maybe that might be something you try to trade for. Cuff one of them, keep them both on your team because that that could be a huge combo you got on your team. We will see in the future. This is it for the stats section of the week. Adios. And again, that was a running back stat breakdown. Washington Redskins by Mr. Diabetes Andrew Swarczyk. Thank you again. Uh, just in the NFL, they had that the 53-man roster deadline was just upon us. So, I mean, they went from 90 down to 53. You know, it it made some dreams come true, and it shattered some dreams. Uh, the Cleveland, what was his name, Giuseppe Sheehy or something? Boy, got cut. So, you know, if there's some people out here now who don't have jobs. You want to see if uh, maybe you want to pick somebody up? You better make sure they have a job first. There's, you know, there's not a lot of big names on here, but I'm just going to highlight quarterbacks out here. Um, it's slim. Brian Hoyer, Deshaun Kaiser, Paxton Lynch, um, Geno Smith. Not, not any huge names. Running backs, Josh Adams, Jay Ajayi, Cameron Artis Payne, Andre Ellington, LaShawn McCoy. He got picked up. Um, he signed a deal with his old coach. He's down, down there in Kansas City. 
Elijah McGuire, Samaje Perrine, P. Ryan, whatever, Thomas Rawls, Jacquez, Rogers, Wendell Smallwood, and Chark Kendrick West. Be on the lookout. Uh, wide receivers, Jerron Brown, Des Bryant, Michael Floyd, rest in peace to his career. Uh, he's out of St. Paul, I believe. Jordan Matthews, um, Demarius Thomas, Laquan Treadwell. These are players who were cut. Some of these people might already have new jobs, but look out for these guys. A couple tight ends I want to mention. Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones and Austin Safarian Jenkins. Luke Wilson, perhaps. But on the uh, topic of cutting roster spots, we are going to have to get our rosters down to 23 active players. You will have two injured reserve spots. So it's looking like we're going to have to cut like three, three, four people. So that's going to jump off today. Your, your team will not be considered active if you do not do that. So the official thing is 23 active roster spots with two IR positions. You can put people who are suspended there, injured there. But once they become not suspended or not injured, you got to put them onto your active roster and you can only have 23 there. Another thing that I'm going to implement for our league is continuous waivers. If you're not familiar with that, continuous waivers is you cannot just grab a guy outright. You've got to put in a fab bid. Even if that fab bid is zero, you got to do that every every day. It's going to be rolling. I think the time we're going to do is going to be, I think, like 10 a.m. Uh, since everyone's in the central time zone. Most days that'll allow us to get this jumping before Sunday night or Sunday noon games. So continuous waivers, if you're not familiar with it, um, research it, Google, hit me up. We can talk about it. So yeah, we're going to have to start cutting down. Um, next on to that, I also want to just give a shout out to basically the reasons why I make this podcast. It's because of the fantasy footballers. Got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, I used to not be a big fan of podcasts. I thought they were kind of weak out. I would just be banging my hip-hop, my, you know, my weekend, all that stuff. Nelly, shout-out St. Lunatics. Um, Ali's dropping a new album called Black Gold. Be on the lookout for that. But the fantasy footballers, I follow them year-round. They do podcasts year-round. Um, it's just a couple episodes a week, like in the off-season. But right now, they're doing five a week. That's what I listen to on my way to work. I can just turn it on, vibe, listen for names. So, got to get a lot, give a lot of love to the fantasy footballers. Um, yeah, if you haven't peeped them, check it out. I'm about sharing this wealth of knowledge that they're spitting out, and it's real entertaining. So, I wanted to create a little segment on our podcast, um, highlighting Jason Moore. He's the one that I feel like he's my kindred spirit. Uh, we both see things really similarly, and. You know, I got a lot of love for him. So there's going to be a Jason Moore fantasy footballer segment on our Dynasty Jump Off podcast. Chelsea told me he's probably locked into a contract and I might get sued if I'm doing this. So uh, please don't sue me. And uh, sometimes I hope this could turn into a thing where he's actually making a specific segment for our podcast. Dream big. Blah, blah. So without further ado, Jason Moore fantasy footballer segment. He's going to touch on Andrew Luck and how that affects your boy Marlon Mack. And if you've been living under a rock, Andrew Luck, retired at the age of 29, um, he just he can't do it no more. He said his body's taking too big of a toll. So 
Here goes. Marlon Mack is the the player that is the most single-handedly uh, he has affected the largest because this is a player who's not the pass catching back. This is a player who dominated in the games where he was winning. This this was a player who if you look at the game splits in games where they won by wide margins, Mac dominated he did. because he was running out the clock. He had touchdown opportunities. He is a perfect back for an Andrew Luck led Colts and he's not a back that I would believe in as much without him so I mean you know he was almost a my guy dodge that bullet yeah so I I mean he's a guy that now is like RB 30 for me I'm not uh, you know it's it's if you're drafting right now this week ADP doesn't matter you need to use the rankings like if you if you've got the ultimate draft kit and you're you know, our rankings are now updated in that. Use those versus ADP for as to when should I take Marlon Mack because none of the ADP is going to make any sense in your home leagues. Shout out <clears throat> Jason Moore, fantasy footballer. Shout out the ultimate draft kit. If y'all uh, don't listen to football podcasts, fantasy football podcasts, you should start because it's fun and it might give you a little bit of a tidbit of information that you didn't know you could, you didn't know you had. So if you're just flying blind looking for Google or whatever, more power to you but listen to some podcasts and uh the sleeper app has a really dope um news uh, make sure you turn on that alert because you get that as soon as it happens blot out so we're gonna get in chelsea wanted me to talk about some bold predictions with benny blanco she wanted some bold predictions on ty Gurley, seattle seahawks dallas cowboys i'm gonna get right into it ty Gurley. my bold prediction is Top five running back at the end of the year. He's going to be used in a much different way than he was. He's not going to be the guy who's going to get, you know, 250 on the touches. Um, he's going to be, you know, his workload's going to be you know, shrunk down for him, easily managed. It's going to be more of a committee situation, very similar to Alvin Kamara down there in New Orleans. And he's going to put up numbers. He's going to put up touchdowns. It's going to be a big, big time over there in, in uh, L.A. for Ty Gurley. By the way, just copped his jersey the other night uh, from DH Gate. I'll let you know. So now there's a number three when it arrives. I've got my Roquan Smith, Chicago defense, 58. I also got my Cam Newton jersey. Shout out, Chelsea. Thanks for copping that for me. And Ty Gurley should be delivered soon. Real dope looking like blue throwback, blue and yellow. I got some shoes to match. Uh, next, bold predictions with Benny Blanco. Call it now for your free reading. Seattle Seahawks. What are they going to do? Man, I feel really good about them. They just had a major, they just signed a major defensive player. Oh, what was that? Breaking news. And that was my son. That's Vinny. And we recorded that. Breaking news. Seattle Seahawks signed Jadavian Clowney. This is like some Khalil Mack type stuff. So Houston let go of Jadavian Clowney getting Seattle's defense back in its prime where it used to be. Russell Wilson just works wonders. They rush the ball tons. Chris Carson, not my favorite player, but he puts up numbers. He touches the ball. He's got opportunity. I'm also really feeling good about Rashad Penny. That's why I drafted him. Second year, he's going to get a bigger opportunity, I think, this year. And one of my favorite wide receivers, Louie picked him up, but it's Tyler Lockett. He does amazing things with the amount of opportunity he gets i mean just go look at the numbers he's just like a strategic anomaly outlier just whatever you want to call it motherfucker put up 
put up numbers, puts and he the way he you can be watching your update some points and it'll be like third quarter and he got like two points and then boom he blows up and gets like fifteen points in one quarter. So Seattle Seahawks, they're gonna be a contender. They're a playoff team for show. All right, Chelsea wants another bold predictions with Benny Blanco. Call it now for your free reading. Dallas Cowboys, bold prediction. Well, hold on, wait. Breaking news. Breaking news today. Ezekiel Elliott got his bag, got his money, got that cha-ching. I think he signed his extension. It was exactly six years for $90 million, tying Todd Gurley uh, for being the highest paid running backs in the NFL. His holdout worked. He's going to be live for week one. And so that's my bold prediction for the Dallas Cowboys is that they're going to have their guy back. Um, They're going to have a dope backfield. I think Dak Prescott's coming into his own. The only shaky scenario or piece of the puzzle down there in Dallas is Amari Cooper. He was Mr. Break Your Heart, all right? He broke your heart last year if you played him and because he didn't get any points. And then you didn't play him. And then he busted out and got like 25, 30, 35 points. He's someone whose consistency is always suspect. And that's why he was on my, like, not drafting him this year. Amari Cooper, so... That's how I feel. Dallas, they're going to do well, and it just things need to come together. And the team chemistry, I hope it wasn't hurt by Zeke's holdout. You know, because in Pittsburgh last year, it sounded like their morale was super low. And I wish them the best. But thanks, Chelsea, for sending me that uh, the questionnaire about my bold predictions for Todd Gurley, Seattle Seahawks, and the Dallas Cowboys. Next up, we're going to bring back an oldie but a goodie. This is a uh, segment we ran last year for our league, the Coast to Coast Pig Roast. This was the commish, me and Andy's oldest brother, um, Anthony Smith, Tony Smith, Tony 2000. He just never, the ball never bounced his way in fantasy football. And it's sad that he doesn't want to play this year. And I thought this was a perfect time to this. I think this segment is just like it paints a perfect picture of what his fantasy football experience was. You know, it's not great for everybody, and someone's got to be Mr. Unlucky, and I think it was him. Welcome to Dear Diary with The Commish. Dear Diary, why can't I score any points? It's like I haven't scored 100 points since week 12, 2016. That's 16 games. Come on. Dear Diary, why did I draft Le'Veon Bell? Why did I draft Delaney Walker? Why did I draft David Johnson last year? Dear Diary, why is Nick Fershaw schooling me in the trade department? He flipped Austin Eckler for Edelman. I wanted Edelman earlier but couldn't get a trade approved. Now I'm left hoping that Peyton Barber busts out and Eckler breaks his leg. Dear Diary, why did Will Disley score 27 points over two games? before I finally started him, only to score 0.4 points when in my lineup. Dear Diary, how did Carlos Hyde's score equal the combined score of every other starting running back, wide receiver, tight end, and kicker on my team? Bless him, Carlos Hyde. Dear Diary, 
Why do I keep changing my team's name? It's like I think it'll help me win. Dear Diary, where's my Prozac? Dear Diary, why doesn't Tony want to play in our fantasy football league? So, that was your boy on the piano, by the way. And I thought you all would get a little kick out of that. Um, we'll get him next year. We'll get him in the league. Don't worry about it. So, we're running in, uh, we're running to the end of this podcast. I just want to touch on a couple more things. Um, Melvin Gordon, holdout update. You know what? Breaking news. Trade alert. Trade alert. Trade alert. So, Melvin Gordon has officially been blessed with trade opportunities. They said he could go out and look for some trades. So, possible trade alert. No other news, though. Melvin Gordon is not signed. They're nowhere close to making a deal. And it sounds like they're willing to cut ties with him. So, if you're the Melvin Gordon Gorder, if you're the Melvin Gordon owner, you should uh, hope that he gets a trade popping. And if you're an Eckler or Jackson, you should be real happy that they're going to get some opportunity because he's holding out. Uh, we want to touch on the rookie running backs. Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, Dev, uh, Montgomery, David Montgomery, and Devin Singletary. I think all three of these guys have are poised to make a big impact week one. Jacobs out of Oakland. There's no one else there giving him any any type of uh, competition. So that team is like a I can't I can't even call it, man. What are they gonna do? The quarterback is wishy washy, could be dope, could be whack. Brown, he could have he could be number one wide receiver, but he also could just fall completely off if the you know, it just seems like there's so much drama involved with that dude. And yeah. They don't have Amari Cooper anymore. So I mean I think they got they got opportunities, but I'm I don't know for sure. But Jacobs should have the opportunity to put up plenty plenty points. Montgomery sliding into a perfect scenario. He doesn't have competition either. He's got a complimentary piece. His name's Tariq Cohen. Mitch Trubisky, he's coming into his own. He's like the quarterback I I love to hate. I just don't you know he's decent. He's gonna do. He's coming into his own. He's gonna be like a quarterback's quarterback. You know, old school. Throw it up. I mean. He's going to be a guy. He's kind of like one of those like Nick Foles, like a guy I never, he was not flashy. I like the flashy guys. I like Cam Newton. I like Michael Vick. That's why I tried to get Lamar Jackson from Andy a trade. He was, wasn't feeling it. Uh, but yeah, I think they need a, I think a dope pickup would be a marquee wide receiver. If they do that, they're Super Bowl bound. Defense can't be stopped. Roquan Smith, Khalil Mack, all that. And then Devin Singletary proofs it in the pudding, y'all. They cut LaShawn McCoy or traded him or whatever happened. Devin Singletary is going to be the man there. And that team is it's lacking pieces, but like we saw last year with Saquon Barkley, could be the recipe for fantasy success over there. Um, I didn't really do tons of uh, research on his, on his uh, college tapes and peep none of that. Maybe I'm going to, have to go back and watch him and see what Devin Singletary is all about. I have my mind made up on Montgomery, and I knew I wasn't going to get Singletary, so... Uh, just for a little throwback segment, again, we're going to hop in. Did y'all know that Le'Veon Bell was a rapper or is a rapper? 
while he was holding out, he made this little gem. So I'm going to drop it on y'all now. It's called Gang. That was Gang by Le'Veon Bell, goes by the rap name L. Bell. And just thank y'all for listening to the podcast. We're going to keep this up a little more regularly. As always, please send in some segment ideas or questions or anything to make this a more interactive podcast. Otherwise, it's just me listening to myself talk. Even though I like doing that, it's really not helpful for the league because I just sit at home and talk to myself anyways. But let's go out giving shout-outs to people. I want to give a shout-out to Chelsea for being my wife and cooking up this real blended little delicious drink i'm drinking on i want to thank andrew swarchek for being the man for the first person to make a segment thanks to all y'all for being in the league um thanks to sam for sending out them booty trades remember that trade feeling you should not be looking like the grinch when you send that that proposed trade button you should be feeling like damn uh, this could backfire on me but that means it's probably going to be good for both parties send them trades that uh, continuous waiver wire thing is going to be popping because having the amount of people on our team, the 23 active roster spots, is going to it's going to have it's going to cultivate a more of a, like a friendly trade environment and like that's how you need to make your your team dope. Um, I also want to throw in if y'all didn't know, you can add a fab money into a trade. You can add you know one dollar, all your money, whatever. So that's something else to consider. Signing off, this is Benny Blanco, Sauvignon Blanco, manager of the Digital Piff All-Stars. My boy David Montgomery's going to blow up on Thursday. Why don't y'all tell me where y'all watching the game? I got the night off, so I'm going to be watching at the crib wearing my cam. Ooh, no, I'm going to be wearing my Roquan Smith jersey. So let's uh, get something going. We'll have a good little, uh, and we'll talk about the game on GroupMe. As always, stay updated, stay communicated. Everybody, love y'all. Peace. It's the jump off. Welcome to the dynasty. Welcome to the dynasty. Jump off. Welcome to the dynasty. Jump off. Welcome to the dynasty. I see y'all. Welcome to the dynasty. It's the jump off. Welcome to the dynasty. Hey, hey, hey.